0: It's still Virgo season, y'all. Ay, ay, dip dip, just get it started. Dip, just get it started. Ay, ay, get it started. Dip, just get it
1: started. Ay,
0: that's the energy I'm going to have to keep for the whole. Virgo season, y'all don't even know what it's like to be a Virgo, like I'm <laughs> like could <a> never alright <laughs> you All right y'all, welcome back to Consciously Unfiltered with Averlina, I am your hostess with the mostess Averlina. Oh, today, it's been a day and I'm motherfucking tired, but I will prevail. So <laughs> on my Instagram, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I asked you guys if I should talk about astrology or do a celeb conspiracies part two. Um, you guys were like astrology and soul ties, yeah, 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 and I was like, okay, why not? You know, why not? So yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about today. If you didn't know, when well, I you not, okay. So announcements for today. You guys, the cutest picture of Cordae and Naomi Osaka just surfaced and it's so cute and I love their relationship. Like, I think they're the cutest couple. I think they're the cutest, what are we, Gen Z? We're not millennial. Like, I'm not a millennial because I'm not, like, twenty. Eight or something like that. Millennials are like older than us. I'm a Gen Z, right? Born in '97, baby. '97, '97, '97, baby. I'm a Varga baby. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. So, I think Corday and Naomi Osaka are like the cutest Gen Z couple. Don't at me. They're cuter than uh Gigi. Wait, no. Yeah, Gigi and Zane. They're cuter than definitely cuter than Justin and Haley. Who else is like, a, who else is like a, in a relationship? Shit. They're just as cute as ASAP Ferg and Rennell. Now, speaking of ASAP Ferg, them niggas really tried to take him out of the group as if him and Rocky aren't the group. Tell me, just let me know. Let me know if I'm wrong. Cause I could be wrong. I could be wrong, okay? I ain't got nothing wrong but admitting that I'm wrong, that I was wrong. If I'm wrong, but me being the Virgo that I am, I'm almost never wrong. So tell me what other artists, what other songs have been mainstream, have gone number one, other than ASAP Rockies and ASAP Ferg's. I'm waiting. Somebody in that in the ASAP Mob, tell me who has sold a record. <laughs> I'm I'm still waiting, but it's okay. Him and Rennell are so cute. One. Two, he don't need them niggas because he basically just made it himself, like, in all honesty, so many of the niggas in ASAP Mob didn't pop off that it confused the fuck out of me. Like, so many niggas in the ASAP Mob didn't make it that I truly believe that Ferg did the shit himself. (laughs) Like, none of these other niggas are famous. None of these other niggas are selling records. He did all the work himself anyway, so he might as well be out the damn group. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, <laughs> I got a joke for y'all. What do Chet Hanks and Adele have in common? Bitch, they want to be Jamaican. Ciao. We got to talk, <laughs> talk about Adele. We got to talk about Adele. We got to talk about Chet Hanks. Why are they so obsessed with Jamaican culture? I am so confused. Ever since Adele lost that weight, honey, Adele said, look, I'm finna get skinny on these hoes. I'm finna hook up with whoever I want. I'm finna do whatever I want. I'm finna talk however I want. Adele said, baby, ain't nobody holding me back no more. <laughs> Adele really like showed us who she is. Apparently she's Jamaican. <laughs> nah, she's just as much Jamaican as Chet Hanks is Jamaican, right? So um, I don't know what is going on, but this little picture of her, a baby girl. Yeah, it's um interesting to say the least. I don't know what is up with their like infatuation with like Jamaicans. <laughs> so random. It's so random. And you know what? Chat made a video responding to Adele
2: like, I see you. Adele, Adele, Adele. You know I me a prayer from long time, but after me see a picture of that, it's sweet me m tell no lie, my girl, earstyle fit you big yourself.
0: I'm terrible at accents in general, so I'm not going to do a Jamaican accent <laughs> do <y'all> hear <laughs> okay, let's move on, let's move on. We only have a little time, a little time. we gotta talk about the VMAs, honey, the VMAs. um this year so let me just give you a quick 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 little rundown of what i think about the vmas now i hated the vmas this year in general right i loved the host who doesn't love kiki palmer please somebody point me to that motherfucker so i can shoot him because i love kiki palmer she is my best friend in my head i don't give a fuck and that's how i feel right i love kiki i love what she did i think she did an amazing job I think she does an amazing job of whatever the fuck she does. So honestly, whether she was hosting the VMAs or going snorkeling with some sharks, she's gonna do amazing, right? That was so random, but it was the only thing that popped in my head. Anyway, she did great. The VMAs this year were extremely, extremely white and extremely disappointing. A lot of white winners, a lot of black nominees, and a lot of white winners, and a lot of white winners, and a lot of white winners. And <laughs> honestly it was the same five people a good five people probably got nominated multiple times five black people excuse me five black people got nominated multiple times for different things so um there was Chloe and Hallie. so I really want to talk about these performances because ooh, mm, Chloe and Hallie, mm, the girls never disappoint and that's why I love them. And that's why they're worthy of every single thing that they get, because they never disappoint. And they performed Ungodly Hour, which is one of my favorite songs. They looked so good. They sounded even better. Of course, that's expected because it's fucking Chloe and Halle. What do you expect? Their voices are angelic as fuck, period, right? Not to mention the look, right? I love their fits. Their fits reminded me of Sweet Dreams, Um, Beyonce, I Am Sasha Fierce era, right? And let me tell you, when I say I was living, living is an understatement, bitch. I was fucking on cocaine. (laughs) I wasn't just living, I was on cocaine. (laughs) Who says that? Anyway, so Chloe and Hallie. Oh my God, if I had more thumbs, I would give you guys more thumbs up. Miley looking like the raw chicken leg that she is. Um, <laughs> Miley was there. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Miley. Miley was there. Um, She performed, shit, I'm trying to figure out what else to say about Miley. She performed. I didn't like her hair. I think I liked her outfit. She was on the wrecking ball. It was a lot going on. I didn't care for her. I didn't care for her performance and I didn't care for her song lady gaga won a ton excuse me shit ton of awards i used to love lady gaga back when you know bad romance was out i thought she was everything she came from juilliard she's a great freaking woman philanthropist freaking amazing talented artist she performed with ariana grande i love me some ariana grande let me tell you something about the song they performed so they performed rain on me and when I first, I remember when they were doing the promo for it before the song even came out, I was so excited for that song because I love me some Lady Gaga. I know she's so talented. She will come through with a, with a great song. And I love Ariana. She got the voice. She could come through with a great song too. So you would think that two of your favorite artists, favorite female pop vocalists that are literally running the game right now, you would think that they would come together and like create this mega smash hit song. I personally didn't think it was a smash hit song. I don't really love the song, but they made a song and <laughs> they performed it at the VMAs and I th- I thought it was cool. I liked that Gaga and Ariana were wearing masks. I thought that was nice. Other than that, meh, you know, like meh. Gaga got hella awards, bro, for no reason. Like I love you girl. But I just don't. I'm. I'm. I'm like I'm disconnecting from her songs and her music to the awards. Like I, there's a disconnect for me. So that's what I think personally. Ariana won some awards too. Um, what else? Who else was at the the VMAs? The baby performed. It was the baby performance. You know, it was a regular performance by him. I don't know. I, I wasn't. I truly was not impressed with a lot of the VMAs, unfortunately. But you know. MTV gonna do what MTV wanna do. You feel me? I literally just realized that there's no good shows on MTV anymore. Like literally, after they took off, after VH1 canceled uh, Wild and Out, there's literally no good shows on there. They literally play ridiculousness all day and night. Teen Mom or some bullshit like that. Like I don't care for those shows. Like. Anyone who's watched MTV since the early 2000s growing up, they know like MTV is trash now. And that sucks because there's so many people, there's so many content creators. I don't know, I don't know. I don't wanna say celebrities, but there's so many people that could really help the VMAs and MTV that I just don't understand. Like with them, there's a there's a disconnect between their content and content creators and celebrities, you know, like there's a big disconnect, in my opinion. So until they can bridge that gap until they can uh, connect, MTV is going to be in shambles, like no one's going to care. Right. I don't know. That's just me. That's what I think. But before we move on to the heavily awaited topic at hand you feel me i feel like this brandy versus monica monica versus brandy brandy versus monica and monica versus brandy who who do y'all think won first and foremost let me explain something so that you guys can understand where exactly i'm coming from so personally i didn't really really grow up on brandy i didn't really watch Malicia. I didn't really listen to her albums. I love Brandy, Don't Get It Twisted, but I didn't grow up on her. So I don't have that love for her, like as I would for someone that I've really like grown up watching, you know, like I personally, that just wasn't my story for Brandy, right? Turns out Brandy's a really big fucking deal. I knew she was a big deal, don't get me wrong, that's Brandy, I know who she is, I know who her brother is, I know who Kim Kardashian is too. That was messy for no reason, I apologize, but let's keep going. So I know who Brandy is and I know she's a big, I just didn't know she was that big of a deal. I love her music. I always thought her voice was so soft and she was so soft-spoken. I remember whenever I would flip through channels and I would land on Moesha, I would just be bored because she talks like this and she's really chill and her voice is really soft. And yeah, that's cool and all, but I'm over here trying to watch something that's like snooky related like snooky energy-related. You feel me? Like, Moesha's just not that. So... <laughs> I'm over here trying to watch something that's like boom boom bam bam bam, boom boom bam, right? And and I turn on TV and Malisha's just like, "So what happened today was, you know, writing in her diary." Anyway, I say all that to say that I'm not the biggest Brandy fan, but it's also because I didn't grow up on her, so I only know a handful of Brandy songs, whereas everyone knows like fifty five of them bitches, right? I only know like ten. So when I heard that Brandy was gonna go against Monica, I was like. Is that even fair? Like, I understand that they have the Boy Is Mine song. I understand that they're about the same age. I understand they came into the industry at around the same time. I get that. But when we go hit for hit, just because I don't know Brandy like that, I'm thinking, I'm automatically thinking that Monica's gonna take the cake. Plus, I I, I didn't grow up on Monica, but I definitely feel Monica's songs more. I like um, her vocals are fucking crazy. Brandy's voice is so... It's more Brandy's songs and how she sings them, I found out. It's how she sings them than about her vocal range. And it's more about Monica's vocal range than how she sings a song or what the lyrics are saying. So Brandy's more lyricism and how she says it and her tone and Monica's like voice, voice, voice for the gods. You know, like I love, I love Monica's voice. I love a lot of Monica's songs, like... I fucking love Monica. But you know, when you put that Aquarius and that Scorpio up in that room, child, when you put that Aquarius and that Scorpio in that room on a Pisces full moon, night, the energy was astronomical. (laughs) The tension, the tension was kind of high, but only with Monica. (laughs) Brandy plays too much and Monica don't play at all. And that's where they disconnect. Cause those girls, you could tell they was, you could tell that all the drama with all the drama that happened before, you could tell it makes sense that they were butting heads (laughs) cause they're two different people. That Aquarius is a different person and that Scorpio don't play. So they're they're just two different people. But at the end of the day, the culture won. The culture won. Not to mention they actually broke the versus uh, record for most viewed versus battle which was 1.2 million like look at us black women at that you know like doing this so brandy and monica did that i can't even lie like the shade was real the shade was there oh trust we got a little shade we got a little story we got little haikus and poems we got we got to talk about the white shoes like we got to talk a lot a lot you know it was fun it was a great time Tensions were a little high. Um, The shade was, you know, was sprinkled in there, but overall, honestly, I loved it. I lived for it. You know, I love some of Brandy's songs. Almost Doesn't Count is my favorite, favorite, favorite song. I love Have You Ever. Um, I love everything in me. Like, I love new Monica. Do I sound just like Miss Elliot? New Monica. (laughs) Silly of me. Mm -hmm. I think Monica won, but that's just me. All right, y'all. That is all the announcements that I have for you guys today. But the episode is not over. No, it's not over. All right, y'all. So time to get to the discussion at hand. We're here now. Are you ready? So I'm going to talk to my homegirl, Gina, about some things. As in soul ties. <laughs> And um, yeah, we just gonna We gonna figure it out because, baby, I got some questions. I need to know some things because these soul ties—it's not a joke—and a lot of people are out here having sex and don't even know what soul ties are, like. How does that even make sense? I don't know. We go talk to Gina and figure it all out. Hey girl. Hey girl. How you doing this September, this September afternoon, girl? It's a beautiful day
1: outside. Mm-hmm. Corona going on at the park, you know. Hmm, right. I'm still out here like it ain't going on, but it's all good. Right. That's
0: so a good day. That's it's good. good. <laughs> That's good to hear. Well, I know you also just celebrated a birthday because you're a Virgo
1: now August 29th okay I was right at the cusp but you know guy had to bring a real one in at the realest time of the year
0: okay right right Virgos. right right <laughs> the cusp but that's but that's like everything though I love me a good like August Virgo like I don't know I honestly don't know the difference <laughs> I don't know the difference between the August Virgo and a September
1: Virgo but I still fuck with them because they a Virgo you know <laughs> I mean, you got to. I don't know. I feel like with Virgos, because I don't do the month thing either. Like, mm-hmm. some people are like, oh, you're August Virgos, September Virgos, and you have Leo tendencies. I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, we're super laid back. We're down to earth. Like, Very we're earth up. science, mm-hmm. so we got to be down to mm-hmm. earth. I feel like we just real chill. We're okay.
0: really, like, sympathetic and, like, compassionate, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, we're really helpful. We mm-hmm. like helping other people, mm-hmm. and we like being that person that our friends
0: could come to that's very mm-hmm. true like that's why like virgo is my favorite sign <laughs> not only is it my sign but it, it really is my favorite sign like if you weren't a virgo what other sign would you want to be or like are interested in
1: you know i'm gonna be honest <laughs> like i only like being a virgo See? and it's
0: not like change. i mean that's just that's the Virgo thing, right? See, like, I think I Virgo. think it is a Virgo thing. I really do because every Virgo that I meet, they're like, "I'm a Virgo." <laughs> like yeah. They tell you very headstrong that, "Listen, I'm a Virgo. Like, I know what I am. I know what I want. I know who I am." So why? I think
1: because we're so critical of everybody yeah. else that so we see the flaws in everybody yep. else. Then we just be like, <laughs> "I'm gonna deal with my flaws because all y'all, I don't, I don't wanna
0: right, right. I want to be none of you Right, Right, All y'all are flawed as fuck I, and annoying. <laughs> exactly.
1: So it's like I'm as as well, if I know myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like yeah, I'm critical of myself, but we're critical of everybody. Like we very right. we can be judgmental. So I wouldn't want to be nobody. <laughs> I think right. I'm the perfect
0: one. <laughs> right. I mean, well, honestly, because I've thought about this quite a few times. If I weren't a Virgo, I would either love to be a Leo or a Libra. Libras are Got like it. party people you, the, I, Life of the party no, I a party. Yeah, yeah, Libras are very life of the party They're people people For example, like Will Smith, Cardi B They're Libras Leos are like leaders And they're very strong And they're very like confident For example, okay. um, I think Barack Is a Leo, Obama I think, um, I know Demi Lovato's a Leo, my best friend's a Leo I love that girl to death, she in med school Shout out to Chelsea that girl's in med school. Enough. Okay. Girl, but she's a Leo. She is she is very smart, very um, just a leader, just very like confident and like, where do you guys even yeah. get this confidence from? Right. <laughs>
1: like i mean some stuff is just like out of this world confidence mm-hmm. and i do admire that in some of the other signs because mm-hmm. i feel like you know as a virgo i'm very self-critical because i want to be perfect right, right and then that's what kind of kills your confidence right you realize like that you make one small mistake and you're so honed in on it whatever i was like right. it's not that big of a deal right <laughs>
0: And that's what, that, that just reminded me of, like, when I used to give presentations in class. Yeah. Like, you know when you mess up or you stumble on a word or you do something, you know, you just mess up during a presentation and everyone's already looking at you, so it's already pressure. But, like, you messed up. So now I'm thinking, oh, my God, everybody's thinking about how I just messed up and everybody's yeah. thinking about, like, she's stupid, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I just go like, straight from, yummy. like... <laughs>
1: dumb head it's like you just sitting
0: here like oh my gosh like I failed like right right um, so they marked me down because of this like right. you so stumble over one or two right times. you're like damn that's points <laughs> <laughs> yep, fail. Fail. yep. <laughs> right right just straight to you know you go from da 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 to damn I failed like <laughs> you over here talking yep. about your presentation you mess up and now you all you can think about is how you gonna fail <laughs> Yeah.
1: And then you end up getting a you end up getting ninety nine. You be like, well, I could
0: have got that hundred if I ain't shut though. Right, <laughs> right. And that's the thing about being a Virgo, man. But you know, wouldn't change it for the world. Sure wouldn't. <laughs> okay, girl So I got a friend that needs some serious advice because she is in a real dilly of a pickle. What is the saying? <laughs> is that the saying? No, I don't know. I have a friend that is in a situation, right? She needs a little advice. My friend is in a relationship with someone, but she says that this dude that's been that she said that this dude that she used to talk to over a year ago is now uh-huh. hitting her up and telling her that they have soul a soul tie that they belong together and that he can't live without her and that he doesn't know what to do because he just can't even forget about her. Right? He keeps hitting her up, bothering the hell out of her, talking about some soul ties. And my girl came to me and she was like, girl, what even is a soul tie? And I was like, girl, what? So that's why we got my girl Gina on here to explain and give a little advice. So girl, what, in its essence, is a soul tie.
1: Well, soul tie is like it's the highest form of connection you can have someone mm-hmm. emotionally mm-hmm. and even spiritually. Like there are different types of soul ties, mm-hmm. but the ones that most people relate to are the spiritual ones and mm-hmm. the sexual ones. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like you develop that soul tie with someone when you have sex with them. Because we just, we desire pleasure as humans. Mm-hmm. Like that's the highest form of pleasure we can have with each other is through sex. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're sharing not only the physical, but you're sharing that emotional energy. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why a lot of times people, when they have what I call meaningless sex, sometimes they do tend to feel a little bit lost. Mm-hmm. or a little bit so out of whack broken is a really harsh. yeah see like broken is a very harsh word yeah no that's not the broken. word
0: yeah that's not the word <laughs> you just feel a little different a little out of whack kind of like not yourself a hundred percent so would you say what what would be like for most people i don't know if you know this but i'm just asking like for most people if they feel like they had a soul tie if they felt like they were the dude in the situation in the scenario where, you know, yeah. they had a girl and what percent of themselves do you think, like... Connected to that person? Yeah, what percent of themselves do you think are connected to that other person? Like, generally speaking.
1: Generally? I'm going to be honest, it's really high. i want to go at mm. least, like, in the 90th percentile. Oh, wow. It, because it, it depends on the emotion, though, because uh-huh. it's not like it was, like, a hookup. Uh-huh. It's like if we actually invested time together and we invested positive words or just invested just that time and energy and then you up it and you have sex mm-hmm. and you share that, then yeah. And then the thing is, it doesn't make it better if it's like I'm equally yoked. That's mm-hmm. where people have a hard time with soul ties is because if you guys aren't equally yoked and you guys have sex, build this connection but you had a positive impact on the other person, but they had a negative impact on you, mm. they have a, like, yes, yeah, you have a soul tie to them. Mm. They don't have a soul tie to you. Mm. So, because you didn't bring me what I need, Right, right, I gave right. gave you everything and got nothing.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So. Wow. so That's when it gets really difficult.
0: Okay, so you said all this, right? You explained soul ties. If you were in her situation, right Mm -hmm. what would you do i think
1: i would be very i know she's been very clear but i personally would be more transparent Mm -hmm. with the person Mm -hmm. because like i said if i had that much of an impact in your life Mm -hmm. something like you feel like now that i'm gone you're missing something Mm -hmm. and we did have a relationship so it is important to establish closure especially if I moved on Mm -hmm. and you're not moving on because of me and if you care about the person you would care that they have that same closure that you have Mm -hmm. so it's like what what did you see in me what did I give to you Mm -hmm. that you just can't let go of Mm -hmm. because sometimes when we give to people we feed into their insecurities Mm -hmm. and they don't acknowledge that so when you're transparent about it and then they kind of talk through it you have to realize like hey I did give you this but this is something you need to find for yourself so I would be transparent I I would say I broke a soul tie with one of my exes Mm -hmm. and it was hard but it needed to be done because Mm -hmm. I'm in a relationship right? and he's in a relationship right? and Mm -hmm. it's like you have to have that closure Mm -hmm.
0: that's very insightful honestly I didn't know much about soul ties y'all Don't get it twisted. I know what a soul tie is, I just haven't personally experienced it, so I can't talk too much about it. So you know, I have some of my girlfriends come on here and talk about it, but you know, now that I'm getting a clearer picture of how a lot of situations can play out, I'm just like, damn. And it's crazy, it's still crazy to me to think about how a lot of people don't know about it because they really out here reckless as fuck. And then next thing you know, they lose themselves or they, you know, they don't know what happened. Like, they're not even them anymore. So, yep. oh, girl, that just explained a lot.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's a heavy thing. I mean, people don't take them seriously, but you have to be careful who you lay down with. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, when you lay down with people who mean no good for you, you take on that energy. And it's, it's, and then you end the up waking up feeling drained or feeling like, dang, some of this feels off my aura. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Well
0: thanks girl for the convo for the little oh, advice. You already, know. you already
1: know I'm here. I'm down
0: for it. Whenever. Right. Alright, y'all. So one person isn't enough. I gotta give y'all a second opinion. Okay. I'm gonna call my homegirl Crystal and we're gonna talk about this whole soul tied situation because y'all already know it gets real. Boop 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hey crystal <laughs> you <laughs> i'm doing good girl you know it's it's a september day i'm a virgo so you know i'm doing pretty good <laughs> so girl we gotta talk about soul ties because a, a lot of people don't know what soul ties are and that's a problem because a lot of people out here having sex and if you having sex you <laughs> most definitely need to know what a soul tie is so for the people that don't know what a soul tie is, Crystal, can you just kind of explain?
2: Oh uh, yes. So a soul tie is the spiritual component of any relationship. So if you're like me and you were raised in the church, mm-hmm. um, uh, you were taught to believe that a soul tie happens when you you know, when you're intimate with somebody.
0: Mm. Um, you were taught that in the church?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, you know, so ties for me, you know, not like, at least, at least within my household. <laughs> so oh, wow. But the yeah, church? so like, you know, like, if you feel like me in a church, you were, um, from my standpoint, you were taught that, you know, when you lay someone, you know, that's why it's important to, you know, not have sex until you're married, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like the law of the church, because mm-hmm. you're more so ties with, you know, when you lay with somebody, which is true. Mm-hmm. But there's a uh, uh, soul ties. And when you start to get on the astrological side, mm-hmm. it's believed that we actually absorb the energy of those that we build emotional and physical connections with. Mm-hmm. And what energy is absorbed literally carry parts of people with us for our entire life. That's why it is super important to be mindful of who you give
0: your, your type with. Okay, I definitely agree. So what kind of caught me off guard? I agree with everything you said before, before the astrological thing and I understood, but then you said astrologically, ooh, that's a hard word, astrologically. Wait, can you just expand on that a little bit more? I low-key forgot what you just said, but can you expand on that a little bit more? Because this episode is also about astrology and I did not think to tie astrology and soul ties together just because I didn't know. So yeah, let us know about like astrology and soul ties and what they even have in common. So if you... So, like, you know, we have our different signs. People mm-hmm. have the, their sun signs. Wait, what's your sign? Uh, I'm an Aquarius. Ooh, you I'm, did say that. Ooh. I'm, I'm Aquarius. Okay. I'm a moon. And my I'm a rising Scorpio. Ooh. And so, you to get into astrology and you learn, you know, your sun, your moon, and
2: your rising, and you get...
0: I know my and your... moon and my rising. Okay, what, what, what are your moon
2: and your rising?
0: I don't know. I think it's switched, but I know one is a Libra and one's a Scorpio. The one... I can see the Libra. Ah! <laughs> I love I love me a good Libra person and then Scorpio I think it's my moon because I know they said like it's however you act like it's how you feel how you act and how you think or something like that yeah so Alrighty. how I feel that's like the Scorpio one like the I don't know what I want to say like the sexual for, for
2: emotions, <laughs> it's it's emotions. Your, your rising is like you know how you
1: actually are so, you know, your actions, how, how you portray and what you portray, that's going to be
2: your rising. That's my, vir-
0: that's not Virgo?
2: No, your rising would be either the Libra or the so Scorpio. Scorpio. okay. The Libra, the Libra, so if you're, yeah. it would sense if you're rising, if you're rising with Libra, I could see that.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> so like just getting into like, you know, once you get to know, you know, your, your three, you know, your, your, your how son, many moon, your, your rising, and then you start to get in acting to your chart and then mm-hmm. your 12th house and mm-hmm. then you learn how your parents come into play Mm -hmm. um and one thing that i recently i recently learned is about polarity and how we all have different energies um Mm -hmm. so like if Mm -hmm. my polarity is masculine which Mm -hmm. makes so much sense to me because i have a very dom a very dominating presence Mm -hmm. you know even within my relationships it's like you know, you, you know, even if I'm dating someone who's more masculine more masculine, I always still have that more dominant presence sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just based off what my natural energy is and that information is learned through knowing your charts. And you know, learning the type of energy you have. So me having a masculine energy, that's why I connect well with other masculine energy types. So it could be another um, masculine energy, woman, or it could be a, a man who has masculine energy, and that's how women can have masculine energy, uh, men can have feminine energy. It just it's all very interesting how how everything intertwines, and that ties into soul ties because if you know if you're a feminine energy and you're taking on a toxic masculine energy, that's going that's going to do a lot of damage. That's going to do a lot of harm.
0: Hmm. Wow. That's deep. Damn. I didn't. I didn't think about it. <laughs> that far (laughs) you know what I mean but but no I appreciate that because I I understand hopefully my my listeners and my viewers will understand too I feel like you you broke it down and you explained it to a T so I get it thank you for that explanation now I feel like I'm a little bit more knowledgeable in soul ties and astrology you know um do you believe that your astrological compatibilities can determine the success or failure of a relationship yes wow sorry i was not expecting that answer (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
2: um just knowing like you know, if I don't know someone but if I know, you know, what their ruling house is, if I know what mm-hmm. their rising is, I'm able to kinda of gauge their personality. Yep. And I'm able to kinda of gauge, you know, our compatibility. Are you are you are you combative? Are you are you mm-hmm. So like things like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important.
0: That's Ooh important. girl, that's a good no, that's real though, because I asked another friend and she said no. And I was I was on the fence. I'm like yes and no because on one hand, honestly uh, your sign says so much about you it re- every sign's description relates to the person's uh, personality. So I believe in astrology and I believe in zodiac signs. so when I think of is it gonna you know determine the success or failure of a relationship, honestly the astrological sign is way heavy on that decision because they gonna tell me, you know, the all the characteristics are gonna tell me, like you said, how that person is, how they think and how they deal with things. On the other hand, there has been a lot of situations and examples in relationships and where people are polar opposites. For example, my favorite, 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 oh my God. One of my favorite YouTube couples, um, Jenna Marbles and her dude, oh, yeah. right. She's a Virgo. She's like me. I love Jenna. She's a Virgo. Like she is me. I am her. Her dude is an Aries. And when I tell you he's off, the. he's a, he's a whole kid Julian that's his name. Julian is a whole kid like he can't do he can't not to say he can't take anything seriously but he's the type to be you know baking cookies and the whole kitchen is a mess and he don't care he cool you know like he like yeah I made this mess and you know like He's very comfortable in dis- in destruction <laughs> and chaos. <laughs> and Virgos are the complete opposite. So, right, to me, that proved that, okay, maybe, you know, astrology signs don't exactly determine the success or failure of a relationship, but it's definitely something to think about, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, girl, whew, my homegirl needs a little advice. Okay. so my homegirl is in a relationship and she's been with her partner for a while now right it's been a couple of years they're very comfortable with each other they love each other all that good stuff all of a sudden about two months ago her old dude started hitting her up talking about I miss you we got a soul tie you need to come see me I can't not that I can't move on without you, but you know how guys will say I can't move on, but they moving on type shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know, I'm stuck. Basically, I have a soul tie with you, and I don't know what to do with myself. And my homegirl's like, Avery, what the <laughs> fuck do I do? Because, um, girl, what is even a soul tie? And I was like, girl, you don't even know what a soul tie is. Like you out here having sex, you don't know what's over there. Anyway, she's like, girl, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And I was like, hey. Let me go ahead and ask my girl Crystal, cause I already
2: know she know. <laughs> so let me just start with this. If mm-hmm. someone says y'all got to get y'all got to try to figure it out, cause we have a soul tie. That means sugar honey iced tea,
1: cause
2: soul ties can be toxic.
0: A S F. Do you mean the so person? Soul- what do you mean? What do you mean? or do you mean like when you when you feel the soul tie? No, so a soul tie in general.
2: Just because you develop a soul tie with someone does not mean it's a healthy soul tie. Mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm, mean? yeah. like so, like think of, a, think of a, a toxic mother-daughter relationship. They have a soul tie. They're bond as yes, mother and daughter, right? Mm. But they may not know how to trick those. They may not know how to communicate. They may not know how to you know speak to one another. Mm. Um, and that's a toxic relationship, but they still have a soul tie. So not all soul ties are healthy. That can that happens in a relationship setting as well.
0: So if you were my homegirl, what would you do?
2: Um, it's up to your homegirl. That's depending on how the relationship was I mean, it was
0: toxic it wasn't good um it was honestly it was just a hookup so here let me give you yeah. more of the story let me give you more of the story so her and her partner that she's with now let's call them person B and the soul tie person is person A so she was with person B she broke up with them for a little while hooked up with person A um hooked up with them for a couple months and then got back with person B Months later, you know, a year later, person A is like, I got a soul tie. So that's her, that's her situation. No, I mean, I think... It like, was what a- are her options? Can you, can you tell <laughs> her, like, I, how to, how she could handle the situation? I would... Mm-hmm. Like, would you hit them up, talk to them? Would you try and block them? Would you try to see if you had a soul tie yourself type shit? Would you try and, would you break up with the person, with person B and go back to person A? Like, what you it, doing
2: it have, it may, So when they were hooking up, it may have been a, a good exchange or a positive experience. Mm-hmm. So that was like positive energy flow. And so, I, so maybe from his perspective, it is a soul tie. Mm-hmm. Um, And if he's reaching out, it, it could be either one that maybe it's, could be something she could possibly or should possibly look into or you know the fact that a man is reaching out to
0: anybody to tell you that they have a soul tie it's monumental to begin with oh really <laughs> man, girl no, i mean i mean this is coming from a gay woman no we I gotta mean, talk about it we gotta talk about it because
2: men. I just don't see men as being the top, that, that that emotional, like that emotional, strong fortitude type. Like at least up front when it comes to their feelings. Okay. Just in general, I can't speak you know for every man, but just overall, I've never experienced a super emotional man in touch with their feelings. So the fact that he was he reached out to your friend, I mean, it, it could be worth looking into. She could also go in the route of just blocking him blocking it out and going on about her business because if she doesn't feel anything or if she doesn't feel like, you know, she's connected to him, then it really could just be one-sided, which is very possible.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: It's also very possible that your friend is very vibrational and, you know, she came to somebody who was feeding off of her energy and that's maybe why he feels a connection to her. Mm -hmm.
0: She's a cancer too. So she's very, Uh, um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the crowd, yeah, yep, yes. Makes so much more sense. Those sound like really good options. So when, girl, when you watch this, you got, honestly, I gave you two people to listen to. (laughs) I gave you two people to listen to and to take advice from. And they know what they're talking about. They've been in relationships. They've had soul ties. They've dealt with those things before, so they know what they're talking about. So girl, if you don't know what to do by now, girl, I can't help you. And I ain't helping you. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But thank you, Crystal, for coming on here and talking and spreading your wisdom and all that good stuff.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me once again. I appreciate it. Of course, of course.
0: Soul ties. So, um, wow crystal just said so much that literally just like blew my mind because i didn't know about soul ties i personally never been through it so i don't want to talk about none of that stuff that i ain't never been through i can't be on here lying to y'all talking about i did this i did that i know this i know that no who the fuck that's why i'm a virgo because i can admit when i'm wrong i can admit when i don't know things well that's all for today, folks. Um, it was a extra long episode today because I love you guys, and I felt like I wanted to give you guys something special and something in full. You know, I just felt like I, I just needed to give you guys a little something extra, right? It's Virgo season. We've been established that my birthday is in t minus three days. Wait, what's today? My birthday is in T-minus four days. It's your girl's Jordan here. So you already know I'm going to look cute. (laughs) I just ordered a wig. She just got here. You know, she cute. I really want to call her homecoming because she's giving me like Beyonce homecoming vibes. You feel me? But that's besides the point. Thank you guys so much. So, 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 so much for tuning in for watching thank you guys for all the support thank you to all the podcasters and all the podcasts that's shouted me out on instagram and that's really shown me love and support like for real for real i'm going somewhere with this so if y'all ain't on the train now if y'all ain't on the consciously unfiltered with averlina train now you feel me you're gonna be mad so you might as well go ahead and click subscribe (laughs) You might as well subscribe, you might as well like, and you might as well comment. If you feel it in your heart, in your soul that I was speaking to you or one of these, one of my homegirls was speaking to you, go ahead and drop a comment. It ain't hurt nobody. Go ahead. <laughs> if you feel like I was speaking to you If you feel like you love my energy All this and that Oh girl got it going on if, You know you feel like my eyebrows are on fleek My eyelashes are on point My hair is looking good My necklaces is shining My little you know shirt with the little white angel on it Is you know I'm stunning on these hoes If you feel like that Towards me Go ahead and subscribe What is you waiting for way away far (laughs) all right y'all i'ma go ahead and leave y'all on that good note that is the end of the episode but before i leave you already know before i go there's this book that i um want to recommend to you guys so since we talked about soul ties and astrology so much the book that i want to recommend is a little bit of auras by cassandra eason And it's a really, really good book. It's basically just an introduction. It says an introduction to energy fields. It's an introduction to auras. And man, it's it's so interesting. So they tell you, she tells you about the colors. She explains all of that. She tells you about moods and personalities. She even tells you the aura of pets and how to figure out what your pet's aura is. Like how freaking awesome is that? Me personally, I think this is a good read, so I think you guys should check it out, if you trust me, which you should, because once again, I'm a Virgo. (laughs) Alright y'all, I gotta let y'all go, because you know I'll be on here all day and night talking, talking, talking. So once again, thanks for watching, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and until next time. Hey guys, so I know the episode's supposed to be over, but I didn't want to... Finish it without saying rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, He was such an inspiration, especially to the black community and to black kids. You know, Black Panther was the first African-American superhero. And that's such a big deal. And he was such an inspiration, especially for for kids to be able to look up to someone. um, A superhero at that that looks like you is so... So much deeper than we can ever really explain, I think. Because black people don't often get that chance to see themselves portrayed like that. Nobody knew what he was going through. And I think he was very strong to be able to go on about his life, inspire others and, and work. And you know make these great films and make these great characters come to life. And not even tell us that he was sick. Um, so I do just want to say that I I really do appreciate Chadwick Boseman and all that he gave to the black community and the hope that he provided and the inspiration that he provided. So may he rest in peace.